is next. It's one o'clock. I'm Todd Harding. The top stories. Officials float the idea of waiving some COVID-19 rules for people who take a vaccination. The financial secretary warns against expecting handouts in his forthcoming budget. And there'll be no more tweets from Donald Trump as the platform bans him for inciting violence. The government says experts are to study whether people who are vaccinated against COVID-19 could be spared some anti-epidemic rules, including lengthy spells in quarantine. Wendy Wong has more. The Secretary for Civil Service, Patrick Nip, one of the officials in charge of the SCR's vaccination programme, told an RTHK programme that the experts will study whether a different set of quarantine rules could be applied to travellers arriving from overseas if they're vaccinated against COVID-19. Locally, people may not need to be subject to stringent rules if the vaccines can significantly lower their infection risks. Our experts will look into that, he said. Currently, arrivals are required to undergo quarantine at designated hotels for 21 days. We will study whether there's room for adjusting the quarantine arrangements if the travellers have received COVID-19 vaccines and tested negative for the virus, he said. He said the idea was not aimed at encouraging people to get vaccinated, but was based on science. He said 18 vaccination centres were expected to start operating in different districts in the middle of next month as the SAR begins its vaccination programme after the Lunar New Year holiday. The financial secretary says he expects the SAR's economy to return to growth later this year. But Paul Chang cautioned against expectations of handouts in his budget, as Joanne Wong reports. Appearing on an RTHK programme to gauge public views on next month's budget, Paul Chan painted a bleak picture of the SAR's recent economic past. He said final figures for last year would show a second consecutive year of economic contraction, the first time that's happened in Hong Kong. But Mr. Chan also saw signs of hope, adding that the economy could return to growth in the second half of this year. He said that while the SAR still faced many challenges, things should improve gradually. The fact that last year provided a low base for comparison would also help the economic growth figures. However, when a member of the audience suggested that he provide a $20,000 per person handout in the budget, Mr. Chan struck a cautious note, saying that the government was likely to report deficits in the next few years. The outgoing U.S. President Donald Trump has accused Twitter of conspiring with the Democrats and the radical left after the company announced it was permanently suspending his online account in the wake of Wednesday's assault on the U.S. Capitol building by his supporters. The BBC's James Clayton reports. Donald Trump loves being on Twitter. It's his primary way of getting his message out. Being banned from it will hurt. Twitter said there were concerns about further incitements to violence by Mr. Trump. Mr. Trump said Twitter was trying to suppress free speech. With his personal account blocked, he wrote his latest assertions on the rarely used official presidential Twitter account, saying he would not be silenced, which was quickly deleted by Twitter. He also said he was looking to set up a new platform, though he didn't give any further details. Joe Biden has described the rollout of coronavirus vaccines under the Trump administration as a travesty. He said distribution of vaccines would be the greatest operational challenge the U.S. would ever face. The country, which is already the hardest hit in the world, is suffering a new surge in COVID-19 cases. Mr. Biden said tackling the health crisis would be his priority. In uh, 12 days, God willing, I'll be president of the United States of America. And I'm focused on 
the urgency of three immediate concerns. One, the virus getting under control, getting the vaccine from a vial into people's arms. I think the way it's being done now has been, been very, very sad. A study of coronavirus patients in the mainland city of Wuhan, the epicenter of the pandemic, has found that more than three quarters have at least one ongoing symptom, six months after they first fell ill. Here's the BBC's Abigail Maudsley. The study, published in the Lancet Medical Journal, looked at more than 1,700 people who were admitted to hospital with COVID-19 in Wuhan. Researchers found that over 60% of them continued to experience fatigue and muscle weakness half a year later. More than a quarter still had difficulty sleeping, and a similar number reported problems with anxiety and depression. The study's authors say it highlights the need to provide continuing care to patients after leaving hospital, and for more research into the long-term effects of COVID-19. You're listening to RTHK. The time is exactly five minutes past one. The World Health Organization has accused rich countries of buying up supplies of COVID vaccines at the expense of everyone else. The Director General Tedros Adhanom Ghebreyesus said COVAX, the global alliance for fair vaccine distribution, had secured contracts to buy two billion doses, but it could not get them due to what it described as vaccine nationalism. Dr Tedros urged manufacturers to prioritise supplying and rolling out vaccines through COVAX. At the outset... Rich countries have bought up the majority of the supply of multiple vaccines. Now, we're also seeing both high and middle income countries making additional bilateral deals. This potentially bumps up the price for everyone and means high risk people in the poorest and most marginalized countries don't get the vaccine. The North Korean leader Kim Jong-un has described the United States as his country's biggest enemy and said he doesn't expect Washington to change its policy towards Pyongyang, whoever is president. Mr Kim was addressing a rare congress of the ruling Korean Workers' Party. From Seoul, here's the BBC's Laura Bicker. Kim Jong-un's speech to the party congress described plans to develop the country's nuclear arsenal. He outlined a list of desired weapons, including long-range ballistic missiles capable of being launched from land or sea. Mr Kim added that he did not intend to use nuclear weapons unless hostile forces planned to use them first. North Korea has managed to significantly advance its arsenal despite being subject to strict economic sanctions. Mr Kim's three summits with Donald Trump have also failed to lead to any significant deal. These remarks are likely aimed at applying pressure on President-elect Joe Biden. To sport and in the FA Cup, two Premier League clubs have secured their place in the fourth round after last night's fixtures. Liverpool beat an understrength Aston Villa side 4-1, while a goal from Adama Traore was enough to give Wolves victory over Crystal Palace. There's another all-Premier League tie in the early hours of tomorrow, when holders Arsenal host Newcastle United. Boss Mikel Arteta says he's hoping to secure a second FA Cup. We're going to go after every competition, um, and we are the holders. We have to defend uh, that title. Uh, we know how it means uh, for the football club and uh, the history that is related uh, to the FA Cup. So it's a great competition to play for us. One of the most eye-catching ties of the weekend is tomorrow's visit to Tottenham Hotspur, who are currently fourth in the Premier League, to Marine. They play in the eighth tier of English football and are currently 160 league places below Spurs. It's the biggest difference in status between two teams in the 150-year history of the FA Cup. 
and marine midfielder James Barrigan, whose day job is as a garbage collector, says it's a dream come true. It's a mad feeling when you think about it because, well, you watch them day in, day out on the telly and then the next minute you're stepping up against them on the pitch playing. So we're all, we're all, we've all been very positive. I think that no matter who we play on our day, I think, well, we all think that we can give anyone a game. I think being on our own turf helps a lot. I just think the pitch has a few bubbles, so I don't think they'll be quite used to playing on that. It's not, not quite the carpet that they're used to playing on. It's the magic of the cup, as they say. In the NFL, the playoffs get underway tonight, with six teams aiming for a place in the divisional round. Perhaps the most eye-catching game comes tomorrow morning when Washington hosts the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It's the first playoff action for the Bucs in 13 years, and they'll lean heavily on their star man, six-time Super Bowl winner Tom Brady. To win this game, you got to earn it. And you're playing against teams that have really proven themselves to be the best teams uh, in their divisions all year. And, uh, you know, we're going up against a division winner and a team that's very talented. You know, certainly on defense, they have a lot of playmakers. So we have to put it all together. And, um, you know, in order to, you know, advance, you have to play good football. And you can only win one game a week. So, and you're not promised anything. You know, if you don't play well as one of these teams, there's, what, six games this weekend? There's six teams that won't be practicing on Monday. And there's six that will be. And, uh, you know, you want to be one of those teams from this weekend that, continues to play on but you got to play well and if you don't play well uh, chances are you'll be watching next weekend buffalo play indianapolis before the la rams go to seattle in the overnight games in cricket australia have rolled through the indian batting order after lunch on the third day of the third test dismissing the tourists for 244 to secure a 94th run first innings lead to end the news the top stories once again officials float the idea of waiving some covid19 rules for people who take a vaccination the financial secretary warns against expecting handouts in this forthcoming budget and there'll be no more tweets from donald trump as the platform bans him for inciting violence the news from rthk Still got a few more requests coming in. Here's Pat Boone, Speedy Gonzalez. It was a moonlit night in old Mexico. I walked alone between some old adobe haciendas. Suddenly, I heard the plaintive cry of a young Mexican girl. You better come home, Speedy Gonzales, away from Tannery Road. Stop all of your drinking with that floozy name float. Come on home to your Adobe and slap some mud on the wall. The roof is leaking like a strainer. There's loads of roaches in the hall. Speedy Gonzales. I have to go shopping downtown for my mother. She needs some tortillas and chili pepper. Your dog is gonna have a puppy. And we're running out of cold. No enchiladas in the ice. 
Fox And the television's broke I saw some lipstick on your sweatshirt I smell some perfume in your ear Well, if you're gonna keep on messing Don't bring your business back ahead mm, Speedy Gonzales Why don't you come home? Speedy Gonzales How come you leave me all alone? Hey, Rosita, come quick. Down in the cantina, they're giving green stamps with tequila. The government provides public COVID-19 testing services through different channels. Those without symptoms but feel they have a higher risk of exposure can visit designated public clinics or other distribution points to obtain free test kits. Those having compulsory tests can visit community testing centers for free testing. The centers also provide self-paid services to those needing test reports for personal use. If feeling ill, see a doctor promptly and don't go elsewhere. Radio 3. And to my night owl back in the U.S., here's Del Shannon. Once I had Hats off to Larry. Her name, it doesn't matter. She went away with another guy. Now he won't even look at her. Think you'll change. 